0: Hello and welcome back to the Bible Companion series with P.H. Thompson. This is a chronological Bible study going chapter by chapter, discovering Christ in all of Scripture. This is Exodus chapter 26, verses 1 through 30. Instructions for the Tabernacle. Having instructed and shown Moses how to build the Ark of the Covenant with the mercy seat, the table of the presence and the gold lampstand according to the heavenly design, God now proceeds to tell the Israelites how to build the temporary structure which will house these furnishings. They don't know it yet, but they will be in the wilderness for 40 years, and then this tabernacle will remain with them until Solomon builds the temple 440 years later. The structure had to be portable, able to be dismantled and ready to be transported, and then set up again rather quickly. He is told, make the tabernacle with ten curtains of finely twisted linen and blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, with cherubim woven into them by a skilled worker. The beauty of these curtains would only be visible to the priests inside, since the outside would be covered with goat hair. The colours were deep and vibrant, and again, the image of cherubim would remind them of the holiness of God and the Garden of Eden. These ten curtains were the inner walls, hung by loops and fifty gold clasps. They were joined in two sets of five to be the walls lengthwise. There was an edge of blue material on the curtains on the end. Covering all of this were eleven curtains of goat hair, all the same size, but slightly bigger than the inner curtains so they would hang over the sides. The eleventh curtain covered the front and back of the tent. These likewise were hung with loops and clasps and these were bronze. Covering the goat hair they were to make a covering of ram skins dyed red and over that a covering of other durable leather. This would hold up under any weather conditions. These fabrics and skins would be placed on upright frames also made of acacia wood like the furnishings. There would be 20 frames per side with silver bases and six frames for the back end and two for the east end also with silver bases two under each frame. They were also instructed to make crossbars of wood overlaid with gold, with gold rings to hold the crossbars. These would support the roof materials, which would be draped over them like a trellis. Again, Moses is reminded, Set up the tabernacle according to the plan shown you on the mountain. The blueprint must be carefully followed. Verses 31-33, through The Veil Make a curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen, with cherubim woven into it by a skilled worker. This would be similar in appearance to the inner walls. Hang it with gold hooks on four posts of acacia wood overlaid with gold and standing on four silver bases. Hang the curtain from the clasps and place the Ark of the Covenant Law behind the curtain. The curtain will separate the holy place from the most holy place. This divider made the one large room into two. The first room was shaped like a rectangle, and the inner room like a square, or more accurately, a cube. This veil was not a flimsy, sheer veil, but a very heavy curtain. It was one whole curtain, not two halves. The high priest would have to push it to one side to enter the Holy of Holies once a year on the Day of Atonement. Verses thirty-four, thirty-five. The Placement of the Furnishings Put the atonement cover on the Ark of the Covenant Law in the Most Holy Place. Place the table outside the curtain on the north side of the tabernacle and put the lampstand opposite it on the south side. So far the only furnishings inside were the ones constructed. The Ark in the Most Holy Place and the table and lampstand along the north and south walls of the Holy Place. Verse 36, The Entrance Curtain For the entrance to the tent, make a curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer. Make gold hooks for this curtain and five posts of acacia wood overlaid with gold, and cast five bronze bases for them. The noticeable difference with this curtain and door to the holy place is it doesn't have images of cherubim indicating they could enter. Scarlet threads. So what scarlet threads or hints of Jesus Christ or the Gospels do we find in this chapter? God promised to dwell among his people in the tabernacle. Jesus tabernacled or dwelt among us, his people, when he lived on earth. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, John says. Also, Paul describes our flesh as a temporary tent that will be taken down and replaced with a permanent home in heaven. So God was in a tent in the tabernacle and in a tent of flesh as Jesus Christ. God would dwell in the tabernacle and later the temple. Now that God, the Holy Spirit, indwells believers, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit since God dwells in us. The tabernacle looked ordinary on the outside, but inside were royal colours and gold. Jesus looked ordinary, so much so that even after three years of public ministry, Judas had to arrange a sign to identify which person to arrest. But his glory was veiled in flesh. The tabernacle also pictures the church, which is plain on the outside, but filled with the Holy Spirit on the inside. There was only one door to the tabernacle. Jesus said he was the door or gate, the only way to God. The door didn't have images of cherubim on it, saying, keep out. Jesus invites us to come to him. The veil divided the holy place from the most holy place where God dwelt. A veil covers, hides, obscures, separates. This curtain signified separation between God and man. We are separated or estranged from God due to our rebellion and sin. Even the priests were separated from God by the veil. We cannot just saunter into God's presence. He must be approached His way in the manner He has prescribed. He must be approached with blood to remind us that sin equals death. Christ is like the veil that separated the holy place from the holy of holies in the tabernacle and temple. His glory was veiled or covered in a body made of flesh. When that flesh was torn on the cross, he provided a way to end our estrangement with God and be reconciled to him. Also while he was on the cross, the veil in the temple was torn in two, from top to bottom, and a way was made to approach God. Since the veil was torn from top to bottom, this signified that it was done by God, not man. He himself provided the solution to our problem, ending our estrangement. I like to think that tearing the veil in the temple would have given God the Father some satisfaction, much like Jesus' victory cry on the cross, finished. God tore up the record of offenses against us. The sins that separated us were no longer a threat. The debt was paid in full. If you've ever burned a copy of your mortgage when it's paid off, you get the idea. If you enjoyed this broadcast, please subscribe and comment. Continue listening for Exodus chapter 27. May God bless the study of his word.